Hey guys, Channing Fry here from the Road Tripping Podcast. If you're like me and you're ready to book travel today, the nerds at NerdWallet are here to help you take the first step towards making your dream a reality. NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. Maybe you're looking for some adventure or maybe an elevated heart rate that only tickets to see your favorite team can provide. NerdWallet can help you compare and find the smartest cashback cards to get more from your spending and turn that saved cash into courtside tickets to see your team play up close and personal. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. I feel like Tom Cruise has a no, lot of energy. I'd fucking mop him up in a heart. I'd pick him up and move him, right? And, yeah, and put him in a high chair. Welcome into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I am your host, Allie Clifton. And guys, we're just going to dive right in. Channing, welcome oh, back. Just want to dive in. I've heard you yeah, had an up? awesome week in New York City, but we need to give the people oh. what they want. So we're going to start off with congratu- congratulating the newlyweds, the loves. What yeah. a last name, by the way. Um, oh, how was the wedding? I think I think Please they're going to go. The I think they're. Scoop. I think they were going to go Bach. I think it's going to be Kevin Bach. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Kate. Bach. <laughs> yeah. I, Kevin love I love Bach. Kate. Hyphen. I love Kate. Born on the same exact day. <laughs> However, I highly doubt that's going to be the case. So give me the inside. You never scoop know. On the wedding. For reference, what was the inside scoop, Channing. What was the inside scoop? I, I'll say this, and Richard, on the flight back, I've just realized. That is the greatest wedding I will ever go to in my entire life. Like, no wedding of anybody that I know from now on, no offense, Allie, yours may be sweeter or more hometown, right? Because you may get, you know, go to back to Toledo and get married on a football field. Who knows? But, like, this was cultivated from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There was no like detail unturned from the music to the drinks to the food to the people where they sat who they were near like the people who i sat i'm still texting i just met them on wednesday and i'm still texting them like planning a trip back out there with my family and their family it was just like it was the best way i ever been to they had so many damn candles Golly, I thought they were about to catch oh, yeah. the whole thing on fire. I was like, yeah. you could have got the fake joints. They couldn't have had that. They, they shouldn't have had that many candles near that many books. Allie, New York and this is not an exaggeration. 3,000, maybe. Not even that's not an even exaggeration. Richard, did you forget the candles that went up each stairway? Yeah, did you remember crazy. all the candles? There were five candles per... In front of you, there were five candles and then another side of five. So that's 10 times 207 people, right? Because <laughs> there was supposed to be 208. Somebody didn't show up. Why was, why was there only, why oh. was there only two, why was there only 208? We're going to tell why do all I feel you like know. you guys, why do I feel like you guys know who that uh, one person is? Oh, we well, do know. Tr- Tristan, show up? Tristan got, Tristan got COVID apparently. <laughs> A couple hours before the wedding. 
Tristan. But no, I mean, Tristan, we love Tristan. We love you. Thank you for making sure that everyone is safe. Thank you, Tristan. Thank you, Tristan. Uh, I, I, it okay, was the so best, though. Let's talk about some of the touches for weddings. One, uh, oh. it was it was a beautiful wedding. The shoes. So what they did, uh, obviously, you know, Kevin is a Nike guy. Has been with Nike his whole career. So one of like the wedding gifts that they gave to everybody was. They had they asked for your shoe size, so everyone had Air Force One. So about thirty minutes into the wedding, like all our thirty minutes into like the um, the party and and the and the reception, everyone started going in there, and I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, we got shoes for everyone, so everyone could dance, everyone could walk around, because it was gonna be a long night. Right, because the wedding started at I think like seven thirty eight, and then there was an after party. There was an after party right across from Bryant Park at a club so it was like you started from seven and when i tell you this is thing i gave kevin and kate a hug at five o'clock in the morning on my way to my hotel for my 10 o'clock flight right on my way so it was like you were on your feet for a lot of hours dancing uh some people were sweating some people were sweating profusely Uh, that was Channing and Kevin. Dude, listen. They were all, oh. they, they, it was like they needed new we, jerseys. <laughs> we hugged, and it just sounded like two sponges hit each other. Oh. It was like, and we were just yeah, like, oh, yeah. No, it was that We bad. hugged no, so many bad. times. They it had, was so had, hot, though. They had multiple shirts. And me and Channing, we were the MCs. <laughs> we were the MCs of this wedding. Oh, and let's boy. just say, let's just say. How did it go, Channing? How did it go? Well, let's just say. To we be honest. Hang on. Let's, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let's let yourselves grade the work that you did. What letter grade would you give each other? Channing, what would you give Richard? Richard, what would you give Channing? Oh, I give Richard for doing the bare minimum. I give him an A plus. <laughs> <laughs> How did I do the bare minimum? I, I no, so I, I gave you an I A plus. No, I don't want to hear the bare minimum is the part that hurts me. I texted Allie. I texted Allie and I was like, damn Are you it, being Channing, lazy, Richard? Richard. <laughs> no, no, I go, I go. No, I it's just Allie. Richard's busy. No, I texted, I texted Allie. I'm like, damn it. And she, she was like, what? I'm like, Channing's being Channing. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm texting him saying like, hey, bro, do you want to like meet up and go over here? Like, oh, I'm at the peninsula. And I'm like, well, you know, I, you could invite me to the peninsula just to go over it. So we ended up meeting probably, I ended up meeting with, up with Channing about like uh, 30 minutes before we were 10 minutes, to not even 30. We got one drink, Richard. Did you? Okay. Okay. But fair to this at any point in time, did you say, Hey, Richard? So first of all, he was texting me all of these long things. Like, this is a good joke. This is good. I'm like, why don't we jump on the phone? I called him. He doesn't pick up. So then I'm like, do you want to meet at the peninsula? Like, are we? And he's like, Oh, I was like, do you want to meet? I'll be down in Soho. Let's meet up. I'm going to grab a drink. Cause JB Bickerstaff and Nikki Bickerstaff were there. Uh, the Cavs head coach. I'm like, I'm going to be down there grabbing a drink with them. Do you want to meet up and maybe go over this? And and then Jenny's like, oh, I'm at the peninsula. And I'm like, oh, okay, I could come to the peninsula also. Like, like I would just What's offering the up. I was, it's a hotel. It's a peninsula hotel. So so I was offering uh, up opportunities. So I called Channing. I called Channing. I offered to come down to his hotel to meet him. He told me he was at an other hotel, and then you asked him to grade me, and he said, for doing the bare minimum, I give him a plus. I'm like, bro, like I would try to get a hold of you. I even texted Allie, like, fucking Channing, because we're going to be up in front of these people. But now this is what I will say. So after a while, I got frustrated, and I just texted Channing. I'm like, hey, you know what, bro? These are your Oregon people. You know them better. I'm just going to support you. Channing was an A plus. I will give Channing an A plus because 
I like we didn't have a chance to really go over much, so we just won it. And Channing Channing stole the show. Channing was hilarious. He was heartfelt. Might have got a little emotional. Might have got a little emotional. I did get emotional. Might have got a little emotional. <laughs> I always get like a wedding guy. Yeah, I definitely cried. Oh, I definitely yeah. cried. It yeah. was. I definitely cried. Yeah, so he for got sure. And then I had to be wrangled back. Yeah, yeah, got to be wrangled back. Yeah, and then it was like uh, people came up and was like, "Here, uh, we'll we'll take the mic." But the, yeah, there, we got more stories. Oh. This, this this episode is going to be the story. There's a couple of things, uh, okay. yes. people that Keep we need going. to point out. Jordan Clarkson might be one of the most awesome human beings that I have been around in a long time. Right now, I've been around Jordan. Like Luke Walton, you know, had him as a, as, as a player. So I've seen Jordan, and everyone talks about how much they love Jordan. Well, this was my first He's time. He's been like, on road really tripping. Spending, yeah, I know, but I'm saying it, this oh, is my yeah. first time really spending hours with him. And when I tell oh. you, bro, he he was he was that dude at the party. He everyone couldn't take their eyes off of him. He like me and Channing are giving his speeches. He just walked up, said a couple of words, and like handed the mic back, and then like left. Then another time, he came up with his. He had his his napkin. He had it as a bandana. Right, he had it as bandana with his lokes on and his braids through, and which is like giving a speech and then like left again. Now, mind you, no, there was only like five people that were supposed to give speeches. Right, me and Channing were supposed he to MC not. like the mom, the the the, the brothers oh, and yeah. sisters, and all this other stuff. And right, right, was best like, friends. We're gonna go talk. Yeah, and Jordan was just stealing the show. <laughs> Shirt off, J- Jordan. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Jordan is in our group that like. If we were to compare our group to like the Bulls, Jordan is Dennis Rodman all day, every day. When we wear a suit, Jordan wears some shit that I swear he just went to a secondhand store and put on, but it looks cool as shit that I could never wear. And it was really expensive. He has rings on, right? Like he's like, he brought Thanos' gauntlet. Right, yeah. I don't. I can't tell. Is he a fashion dude? A rocker? Is he, he goes, emo? Is he a gangster? You, you it's don't know all the things. And then you start talking to him, like, so you know, so what's going on? Your body's like, you know what? I just been looking for a change, so I just moved to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just moved to what? He just moved to Paris. 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 Just, yeah, just Paris. Like he trains and lives in Paris. And they all, exactly. See your face. See your face right now. You see your face. That's why I'm just like. <laughs> Like, this is also the guy what? that says he has a life-size Chucky doll in his home. I, a Chucky doll or no, 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 Chucky see, doll or a clown really or something. Like yeah. I mean, there is, yeah, there is no, there's doll. no doubt. Yeah. It, it was Jordan definitely stole <laughs> the show. Give, give us more questions. Okay. We're going to tell everybody sure. about the wedding. We're going to get back to, yeah, we're going to continue to talk about the wedding. We're going to get back to it. But first, because you said it, Channing, now you have to fill out the rest of who you guys are compared to the Bulls. So if Jordan Clarkson is Dennis Rodman, oh, you've got JR, you've got Rich, you've got you, you've got, um, I even saw that uh, Champ was there. You've got Kevin, you've got oh, Braun, yeah. you've got Tristan. So we have to Fuck. include Tristan. Okay, so Richard will say one. I'm, all right. Uh, I will, I could be, I don't want to say Bill Weddington. <laughs> he wasn't. Nobody, <laughs> Bill Weddington. Um, but what about Bill Cartwright had a wedding though? Bill Cartwright, wow, wedding, wedding, wedding. I'll be Bill Cartwright. Yeah, that's, that's a tough that, one. That, but that's a tough but one. like, I, that's the only example because you know on our team, you know Shump is Shump all the time. Shump wear Shump doesn't just wear 
like a, a, a sweatsuit. I've never seen Shump wear a team-given sweatsuit. He got to wear Shump's, Shump's fit. Jordan is that times 100. Like, Jordan but is that guy Jordan's who goes... Not, and Jordan's not, doing it, Jordan's not doing it for the show. That's just who Jordan that's is. That's Jordan. Like, I mean, like, like you That's said, just Jordan. And again, I'm not saying that that's not who Shump is, but Shump likes to be different. Whereas in, I believe at times that Jordan just is different in the most awesome way. But when I tell you the entire place and, and also um, Larry Nance Jr. First time I really had a chance. Oh, like we've seen. He's the best. First time, he's the, we were crying. Hilarious. Our, the, first of all, the, my favorite thing of the wedding, right? And like, there's always that group that when everyone's giving the speeches, like that are distracting everyone and everyone. Shh. So like. It would be me, Channing, Jordan, Jr., JB, um, oh. Darius Garland. So we're all over Larry, there. Larry, crying, trying to. And and JB Bickerstaff, Nick, <laughs> uh, JB Bickerstaff's wife, Nikki. She keeps going. You guys aren't whispering. You guys aren't whispering because we can't be like yo, it's, 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 like just children, tears, children, full children. children, oh children, the drinking and all the things. Oh. It was awesome, but like. The joke. So, like, me and Channing were like, all right, bro, we're going to, like, we're, we're sitting here looking for material. We see this, like, they had this, like, group of orphans come out and, like, sing, right? And, like, sing. <laughs> and, like, sing at the library. Yes. And they were, like, it was, like, okay, Sister it's... Act. It was, like, Sister Act. Oh, and they were, like, yes. singing, they were, like, the, the eight-year-old version of Sister Dude. Act. Beautiful voices. Aww. And the acoustics, amazing. Like, people were getting teary-eyed. But it was like, once the kids were gone, like, the, the diversity in the group definitely dropped in, in, the, in the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. wedding party. <laughs> the diversity in the group dropped. But we're sitting up there trying yeah. to figure oh, out, dude. like, what are the jokes? What are we going to say? And so we got yeah. up there. What can we say? Yeah. What can we say? Did you we, we guys... Had some jokes. Did you guys take it from like a comedic standpoint? Like you picked on people yes. in the crowd? Roast. Oh, roast. You roast. roasted yeah, yeah, people yeah. in the crowd. Did you roast Adele? Yes. We no. didn't get to time. I don't know we didn't if she the went time. to the ceremony. She was, she, was, she was there. She was there. I saw her. She, no, yeah, she, she went to there. the ceremony. Oh, the after party. She was there. Oh, we so had jokes for her. You should see my oh, napkin. We, we, can, we can made you jokes. My napkin was lit up. I need some jokes. Well, one of the... One of the By jokes the way, was I love like, we couldn't believe, you know, it's so great to see Adele here. Um, so great to see Adele here. Um, uh, you know, we can't believe that. You know, again, these are like little one-liner jokes. Like we can't yeah, believe that yeah. she used Rich Paul as her plus one. We talked about, hey, you know, it's tough. <laughs> you know, Tristan's not here. You know, but due to certain legal situations, he's not allowed to leave the state of California <laughs> without without multiple notices. Oh, we were, this was not like, <laughs> yeah, we were, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me say this. And, and we, we started off with some jokes that will not be repeated. Uh, and oh, yeah. the, initial, oh, the yeah. initial reaction was, hey guys, it's going to get worse. Kate and, and Kevin knew <laughs> what this was. We we're like, ladies and gentlemen, James Jones is here, fresh off an NBA finals last year. You know, just, <laughs> just, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. roasting just, everyone. Well, because, you know, it's like, uh, the the speeches are amazing, but like the energy in the room, everybody wanted to have fun. Like they wanted people to be on the dance floor right after they did their first dance. I thought, okay, five or six people, right? Because usually it's like they do their first dance, then you dance with your parents, then you do this. Allie, all 200 people, whoom, like piranhas went to the dance floor. 
that's how I knew shit was going to be different. Like, that's how I knew people were in there dancing, dancing. Uh, I mean, it was just like, I had to, I'm a wedding guy in general, so I get super hyped. But dude, I that was the best wedding who, I've ever been to. There's who, nothing that we're gonna go to, huh? Who performed? Who what? They who had uh, they had Nobody. an amazing oh, band. They had, they had, a they had an amazing band. We were gonna oh. we were going to oh, like. Oh, the band was crazy. Like, if, 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 if we could do it over, we would. I think we would. Me and Channing could really lay it out and add some more time. Like in my head, I wanted to be like, "Yo, we're so excited that Adele is here to perform." Right, just like just to make it awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Just to make it awkward. <laughs> we were we were going. Guys, crazy. we have a huge surprise. Thank you so much to Adele for singing her whole album tonight, <laughs> only for us. Thank you. <laughs> and it was just like here she know. goes. Yeah, it's like Rich Paul's the work. She right? also and takes requests. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the DJs breaking black remix. people quota. We, yeah. We yeah. we oh, were yeah. doing all the jokes, all the things, and it was more of like there. This is where the key was and why I think we were able to have as much fun. There were no phones allowed. So there were no phones allowed oh, because, dude. you know, obviously, you know, her pictures and his pictures were in vogue. So there was a lot of like secrecy and like the first eyeballs and we respect, you want to respect, especially like people's moments. Uh, mm -hmm. we, like I, Channing might've said, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, Kevin, or it was like Kate and Kevin Bach. <laughs> <laughs> We were everyone was like, they were like, listen, what? It what? was, it was, and we're all, like, uh, and they just the walked in with like, fuck it, we knew it. Yeah, it was all the yeah, bad, all wedding, the bad wedding jokes, all the bad wedding jokes. <laughs> we we talked about some stuff that we won't repeat, but yeah, let's just let's just say what is the stuff yeah, we won't good. repeat? Like you don't. Have well, to because the actual oh, jokes, it's but like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know that there aren't phones and you can actually like say some private stuff and say some real jab jokes, then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, long did you guys? How long did you guys entertain for? We only did like three, four jokes, uh, three, four jokes. Then we invite somebody yeah. up, then we would listen and then we would get back up there. Three, four jokes. And then we got interrupted by Jordan twice. twice. And then at the end, we didn't have what was wild was like, I had been there early. I got the whole schedule and my dumbass never asked, what do we do after we're done? <laughs> so the minute that we were done, like I was like, uh, OK, then we're done. And then. Kevin had come up, JR came up, Jordan came back up, I and I was just it. like, somebody, God, please take this mic. Yeah. I, I was walked like, away. somebody I, take I, this I tried, mic. I tried to walk away, and, yeah. were like, and I was like, yeah. See, this is the thing. It's the opening and the close. You got to have the opening and the close. You got, we, we didn't yeah. have the close. We, you know, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't really rehearse the close. But we did not have the close. Judging from your okay. reactions, Allie, <laughs> judging from your reactions, like, because that's the thing. Like, they have like the family come up and then you hit them with the, the, the Steve Nash joke. The family comes up, you know, then another person comes up. We hit them with, you know, you know, oh, it's so like the coach, uh, Kevin's high school coach stole one of our jokes about like, you know, oh, you know, so good to be a part of the most important ring in Kevin's life. And now the second most important ring also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good joke. That's but he, he was, yeah, oh, was, was great. That was a great joke. I was like, coach, you yeah. can't steal our material. We only got so much shit up here. <laughs> You know, you can't be stealing our material. Um, okay, so obviously, because you guys are all famous, was there someone there that you were like, holy shit, they are- Adele. Amazing. Fucking Adele. Adele. Adele, yes. 
She's like, what? That's like having yeah. Whitney Houston. And, and it's like having Whitney Houston there. <laughs> like, can, can we put Adele? Can we I made her laugh. Yeah. Can we put Adele in the same I made category her laugh. as like yeah. Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, like Madonna, Lady Gaga? Like she's in that same category. Like her album, her one album is like tenfold time in record sales. Like, and you're sitting here like. Oh, trust me. <laughs> yeah. We know her scrapbook, yeah. but I just we're, wasn't we're sure si- because again, no phone. So we haven't seen every single guest. That Obviously was the one. That is, was the one person. The she, one. she, yeah. There were some. The guest list was, and and I was talking to Lauren on a ride. The people, like sometimes you go to a wedding and you're like, oh God, why is this guy here? Right. That's what they probably thought about us. But we, I was like, every single person that I met was genuinely somebody really fucking nice. Right, half of them obviously were from Vancouver. Other people were from Portland, but like the New York people, like I didn't know who they are. It's like Michelin star chefs, master psalms in wine, like restaurateurs, like powerful, powerful people in their own right. And it's just like we're just kicking it all week long, just like as best friends. Like we had just not seen, we never met each other, but it's just like, oh, I haven't seen you in years. It was like. People were dancing. Like, I, I'm telling you, for me to be like, hey, I want to get my myself and my four big-ass kids on a plane, right, it means right, a lot, right. especially to go out to hot-ass right. New York. I got a good one. Russell Westbrook. Oh, oh that was oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, they thought we were going to so, get so on. We, again, we're roasting Rich, everyone. Kevin Rand. Listen, so, we, like, Jenny <laughs> gets the mic, and he's like, we had, this was literally the thing. He goes, we had some jokes about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Kevin goes up there. He's like, "Don't you dare!" And I was, and he was like, "No, we had some jokes about Russell, but after what we saw, what he said to Skip Bayless about don't say nothing you wouldn't say to my face, we decided against saying anything about Russell. You just keep doing God's good <laughs> work, Russell. We keep, you keep doing yeah, God's good work. Keep work. doing you it. Keep killing Skip Bayless. We are all on board. That was fun. That was because it was like after, after we had said about four or five oh, jokes. Yeah. I think like it was like the third time because we would go up for like. The first time we went up for like two or three minutes, then like family would come out, then we would go up for like a minute, say one or two things. Invite. It wasn't like we were doing a stand-up routine or we were up there for 20 minutes. It was like three minutes, the, 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 the families would hand the mic to us and then we would say two or three more jokes. So it was like the third time we got up there, people were already like laughing uncomfortably and having fun. So once he said Russell Westbrook, <laughs> everybody's like holding on, they're like, oh, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? <laughs> oh, That's God. That's why Kevin got up and was like. But we, it literally was written like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the yeah. joke was literally written. It was written. literally written like that. for Russell Westbrook. But after what we saw, yeah, he said to Skip Bayless, yeah. we decided to just leave him right. out of this. And he thought it was funny. And then, I, you know, we might have made some some jokes so about, you know, Steve Nash and whatever. And even I, one time when I made the joke, uh, when I made a joke about somebody, I saw Russell's eyes light up. Russell's eyes light up. He's like, oh, that's what these dudes are on. Oh, OK. okay. But it was <laughs> yeah. it was it was yeah. it was so, so much fun. Like we could tell these stories and jokes and but. Uh, who was the, the person that probably got roasted the most was Tristan. Tristan was probably the person that got roasted the most. It's so easy to roast someone when they're not there. And they'll well, and, and, Tr- oh, and Tristan is just so easy to roast in general. And then he, he's, so Kevin put it on the text chain. Kevin put it on the text chain like three hours before. Hey guys, just got a text from Tristan saying he's not coming. When Channing started crying, Richard, did you 
Pat is back. Oh God! Did you support him? What made you cry? Yeah, a hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. I support him, and he doesn't have to give his story unless he chooses. But the oh. real thing that people need to make sure they understand is that the brotherhood and the support is real. Is super super real. The shit that Channing's gone through, the shit that I've gone through, the shit that Kevin's gone through. And even when you do it, you look back on the people that were there for you and supporting you and helping you through those moments. And then you have a moment to tell them how much you appreciate them. Like, it's real. So when he got emotional, I was like, bro, I was with you on Thanksgiving when you're when you're when when your yeah, dad yeah. passed like oh, and when you're telling these moments. it was one of those types of speeches yeah uh, yeah 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 okay well i, I just think just like that, that first of all we are having fun go ahead I thought you were just emotional because kevin and kate finally tied the knot no he didn't give a shit about love okay go on no kate. no i think well uh, obviously you get caught up in the moment mm -hmm. but like you realize how important like the wedding was perfect mm -hmm. And for us, even us big goofballs, even get an opportunity to be there. Like Kevin got engaged. And then two days later, we're like, guys, we want you to MC. And we're like, fuck no. Yeah. And then I was, like, I was called, like, are you sure? And was like, are you sure? <laughs> so for even that opportunity in that part of the wedding is pretty big, man. And so like, uh, I think Kevin, they, they could plan whatever they want, but everything went perfectly in my eyes right even the mistakes were funny and created memories like oh you remember when jordan did this or channing did that but you you know that was one probably one of the last times we may get all those guys in that room yeah. so like steve is from my 2010 team larry and jordan was my retirement year obviously richard james right big dan was there uh kevin jr right all those guys so i may never see all them in one group Tristan, well, yeah, well, Tristan, well, I may have to. How was Braun? Was Braun there? <laughs> Braun was great, but we even fucking. Yeah, Braun was Braun, though. Braun. Braun was, you know, drinking, having fun, talking about, like, his workout, and then he was going to work out oh, in the morning. And drinking all the Lobos. Lobos. About talking about, yeah, dude. You know, talking about, like, yeah, talking about, I'm going to work out in the morning. It's like, bro, we fucking get it, dude. We get it. No, Braun was one of the last ones standing. We get it. You know, I'm going to yeah. work out? Braun. Yeah, oh, he yeah, definitely Braun was. And, like, yeah, no, but that was a cool thing yeah. about, like, Braun was sitting right there, and it was like, we don't need to make fun of him. We make fun of his ass every day, right? We were going after the people that we don't every that we day. don't get to target on the regular, right? And that that but, <laughs> but but that's but I think the best part about it, even when Russ, even when Russ and and I don't know Russ, right? I don't know Russ mm -hmm. personally, but like the best part about some of those moments and the more that people get to know you, it's like no, this is what we do to our brothers. Like we're never going to be malicious. We're going to crack jokes because that's just who we are, right? And people were sitting there was like. All you fuckers were in the same locker room, and we're like, "Yeah, it was, it was chaos." <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it was, was a like, problem because they were like, "It was a problem." You, Channing, Braun, Jr. Like, and it was like, "Oh yeah, we were." This Jordan McRae. Like, oh, yes, this locker room was a problem. <laughs> was a problem. You couldn't listen if your outfit was wrinkly, if your socks weren't on correct. Just know. You were going to get that rotisserie roasting on the way out. So you had to have two attitudes. You had to already have assessed the room and who you're going to make fun of. You're not making fun of Mozzie. He's Russian. He's liable to chuck you out. <laughs> Delhi don't give a fuck. <laughs> and he's Australian and got a bad attitude, right? Love you, And Delhi. then you can't make fun of the big money guys that might be emotional based on where they are at the time. 
<laughs> so you just got to be wary of who you're making fun of and where, or you just got to be ready to, to throw them hands and be really aggressive. Like, don't make fun of me today. Right. But it was it was nonstop, and like dudes would walk in. It, it would it, you know what it was? It, it felt like a locker room again because the same jokes that we would make in the locker room because there were no phones. We were like, oh, let's fucking go. I'm gonna say, listen. You know, there was definitely some too soon jokes, right? Definitely some too soon jokes. So it's like definitely <laughs> some too soon jokes. Can I get one of those? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Nah, no, we can't. No, I don't even want those. I don't want those. No, no, we'll leave that. One I don't want to we'll trust anybody that, yeah. with those edits. <laughs> I don't want to trust anybody with those edits. Anything we left out? Anything about the after party? Uh, no, Anything? the after party was beautiful, man. It was, it was like literally, it was a beautiful thing to Wild. watch like 150 people walk out in black tie attire in Air Force Ones from the New York Library. By the way, that was my That's first so time in the New York Library ever, and I lived there for seven years. Same here. Why does that you not surprise there. me? You about got drafted. Yes, yeah, because you know. And you know, whatever. Oh, hold on while I go get my book. <laughs> that's what that's, that's nerds. nerds. What are you talking about, bro, Mister? Whatever. whatever. <laughs> anyway, but it was just really cool to see that walk. Everybody sweating, like still in like like three piece oh, suits, God. and like I I wore like a velvet smoking jacket. That was stupid. And so like we walked across Bryant Park at two in the morning, two thirty in the morning to go to the club, oh. which was across the street. The club was just us. It was raging till five. And it was just like it, it was chaos. It, it, it was like the most beautiful, like fun. And they did so many things because, you know, if people were going to still be in their like hard bottom shoes at four in the morning and sweating because like it was like, no. They gave us some. They oh. gave us some some tube socks and Air Force Ones, and people were people were loving. It. I, we're gonna keep talking about the shoes because that is the genius. shoes the shoes were a, a, a genius. To a, was the best like ingenious thing ever. Yeah, so smart. Well, congratulations to the loves on their love. That's wonderful. What a great recap. Do you guys think that you guys box. could host like uh, the Oscars? Or, yes. Like, do you think you guys? <laughs> Yes, because awesome? as much as I love Swift, Will, if, if, as much guys... as I love Will Smith, like like we don't act physical, like we are physical. So if he were to do some shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, dude, if somebody walks up on you like that, they doing one or two things. And if they're walking up on you on stage, I don't like Chris Rock's. Chris Rock was just like, what did he think he was gonna give him a hug? The Rock, with the, the, and that was the, a funny joke, with, by the way. Alopecia is not funny, but that was a funny with, joke. Being bald is not funny. Richard, I am defending you. I don't have you. alopecia, bro. <laughs> I have eyebrows. I have eyebrows. I, I really look at I, I really look at all the Hollywood actors, and I'm like, The Rock, you know. But even then, he's like six foot. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably the only one that I'm like. The Rock the, is the a Rock's big boy now. I know he's probably like six two, but he, Rock is the only one I look at like. He, he I don't know. Be, the he, Rock may be stiff. He, he lifts a he lot of weights. The only entertainer I might look like second at like. Okay, well, listen. If we're gonna tussle, what we're about gonna tussle. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. No, no, bro. This is not like this is this is this is not a I movie. I will find set. you and I will kill you. Chris Hemsworth. Um, Hemsworth okay. is pretty tall. I feel like he's tall too. He he look he built like fucking Thor. Yeah, yeah, big boy. Anybody that does an action Allie, movie, Allie, I feel like Tom Cruise has a no, lot of energy. I'd fucking mop him up in a heart. I'd pick him up and move Tom him, Cruise? Right. And, yeah, Tom Cruise? put him in a high chair. Can we make a segue like, and use Tom Cruise? You saw what he did to Oprah's couch. Go ahead, Allie. Excuse me? Okay. What did he do to her couch? No, 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 no. 
They went jumping. Remember, oh, remember, he was jumping on Oprah's couch. Does remember that? All right, let's take a quick time out because we have a few great products that we want to tell you about this week. Hey, everyone, it's Channing, and I'm back to tell you more about our friends over at Nerd Wallet. You still thinking about those big travel plans we mentioned at the top of the episode? Well, what if we told you Nerd Wallet can help you take the first steps to make those dreams a reality? NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more, so you can easily compare and find out what's right for you. Let's get you even more rewards with a smart cashback card for all your trip essentials. NerdWallet can help you find a card to give you cashback on restaurants, gas, car rentals, even those hot pretzels at the game. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com all right road trippers have you heard about prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy our entire crew loves it and we know you will too prize picks has the best prop games across the market whether it's major league baseball ufc 276 wimbledon or even nfl week one games they offer more props than any other dfs operator and they offer every player in stat category you can think of want to get in the game now there's no better time with plenty of different sports in full swing all new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over-under on their daily projections. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Sign up today and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. From from um, sweating at Kevin and Kate's wedding to, um, we'll talk a little basketball, but the segue, why are they always sweating in Top Gun? Well, because they have all of that stuff on. The, they're wearing jeans yeah, outside? Like, that's no, part like of the even glistening. when they're sitting inside like, and they just got out of the shower, they're sweating the entire movie. I'm like, what is this? Well, you've never seen the first one. That's the way it was. Yes, in the huh? First one. I watched they're, the first one. And I they haven't were seen the second the first one. Because... They were sweating in the whole yes. first one, right? The whole time. That's part of the aesthetic. That's part of the aesthetic. They're working. They're I grinding. I mean, let's leave it. No. They put baby they, they, oil they, on they, their neck. They baby oiled up. Okay, I'm okay Why with like that part, but like the beads of, of sweat on their face, like after they got out of the shower and they're still sweating. I just didn't get it. It's That's steamy the part in that, that, that seemed weird to you. That the part, not Tom Cruise yeah. flying fighter jets <laughs> and and like well, beating like a fifth generation like Mig and you're just like mm. Like they don't even make fuel for those planes anymore that Tom Cruise is <laughs> flying at the end. And then like the perfect timing of, of what's the name, like blowing up. Okay, no, we're not going to start. Stop with the spoiler alerts. Don't tell me that I didn't it? watch the movie. Great movie. I took my kids and they loved it. Funniest yeah. thing I took. So me, Luke Walton, and he took it. We took all of our kids. And like, so his, his, uh, so his son and then little Rich and Phoenix, they were sitting next to me. And the opening scene to Top Gun is is very similar to the opening scene for the first one, which is like two straight minutes of just like Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. And like after after the credits was over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Luke's little boy goes, that was intense, like yelling at the movie theater. Like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, this is this is an intense movie. Hold on. And they loved it. They want to watch it again and again.
of America. Can we, yeah. Fuck Richard, yeah. Can we tell Channing about the fact that you were telling me how excited Little Rich and Phoenix were to hang out with Lawson for three straight days? And so as Rich try, is trying to explain to me the difference of the kids right now, he said that Lawson is kind of like a Kyle Korver. And then he went to say that Little Rich and Phoenix are like a shump. And then I was like, like a shump. Oh, and then God. he goes, he goes, let me take a step back. They're actually like a Channing. <laughs> yes. Like, like, little, like, huh? the, like those two are like, so everybody loves them, and he is very genuinely nice. Yes, to like everyone. Phoenix, well, I, I he would actually started Phoenix to describe as them as as annoying Lawson. They're annoying Lawson. They're all over Lawson. 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 So then he they started with Trump, and then he was like, "Matt, they're more like Channing." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're they're just. That was funny. My kids are like that. Oh, my guy Brazzy. Matt Brazzy is a coach yeah. out here for Portland. Anytime he comes over, my kids don't remember nobody's name. They're like. Brazzy, let me show you this. Let me show you that. Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Brazzy, come over here. Look at this. Hey, look, I'm shooting the ball. Hey, do you want to shoot me? And I'm just like, damn. Is Hendrix? Is Hendrix? Start- damn, we got basketball uh, to talk. We got basketball know. to talk to because there is some shit that I want to talk. Do you want to yeah, talk, about talk about basketball? Because you just threw your head back, Ooh. almost broke your neck, rolling your eyes. Yeah. All right. Where would you like to start? We could talk about uh, Kyrie opting in to 36 and a half million. Uh, I don't know about yes, you guys, but I actually that. thought there was a chance that that wasn't going to happen. Am there I crazy chance, for that? Now, Did you guys? Th- this, I is didn't very, know that. this is very clear for all when people were, I, I don't necessarily say critical of Kyrie, but this is when I want to make sure people are very clear. Kyrie is one of the most special like athletes this country has ever seen. Not just basketball player. Like what he's able to do physically, his footwork, his skill set, uh, athlete, athlete. Yes. Athlete. athlete? Yes. Yes. Athlete? Yes. Yes. Athlete. 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 Is that French? Athlete. 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 <laughs> so he's athletic. When I say this, as I mean that, like so many people are supportive of Kyrie Ooh, during all of the be different and all everyone's very supportive. But there, the time is going to come where it is not about your skill set. And when there was like, hey, I'm willing to be signed and trade to these places. And a lot of these places didn't have space. Or a lot of these places weren't willing to do it. Kyrie could have potentially been a free agent. And there are teams with cap space, but he might not have you know, wanted to be there. Point of this is you can be different. But once the teams are like, oh, it's time to hand out the money. They want you, they want, they want to know that people are going to fall in line. And I think that, you know, the last week for, or so for Kyrie is evident, not necessarily to Kyrie, I think Kyrie knows this, but to the rest of the world. It's like the difference between him getting a $200 million extension and the only thing out there for him, like was a $6 million contract from the Lakers. That was the only thing. That's why he opted in because Dave's like, hey, bro, like if you want that 200 million, you got to go prove to it. Can you help me make sense of this? Kyrie said, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. Being different would not be to opt in, correct? I think people are, if you're, if you're trying to be different, no. you probably would have. And I assume in his mind, him being Mm -hmm. different is him not taking the quote unquote easy way out by going to the Lakers or by, right? So for me, this should have been a non-subject. Like whether your name is Kyrie, KD, James Harden, 
Kyrie played 30 games last year, and he was hurt the year before that. And then all of a sudden, you just assume that people are going to give you $200 million and commit to you when they feel like the commitment to consistency is not there, right? They're not saying you're not a good player. They're not saying you don't love basketball. The consistency and the commitment to consistency is not there as it seems to people on the outside and obviously to the rest of the league. So that is the non-issue. It's not an issue. Prove yourself. You're getting, it's not like you're taking a bad deal. Like Kyrie, you've been injured a lot. You're betting on yourself for one year. I'm actually, I think this might be one of his better years in his career. To me, I think so. If he can stay healthy because of the motivation and the pressure on him now to prove himself. He has to reprove that he can be committed to try to play 82 games in a year, right? And and in the playoffs. But like, nobody's like, no, I'm not giving you 200 million for you to just say, no. oh, uh, you know, something's going on. I don't no. want to play today. We can't, we, we need you and, out and there I'll to win. And that's where I think this shouldn't have been an issue. It's just an issue because it's Kyrie. No, and one yeah. of the things that we talked about, one of the things that we talked about is like, yo, like when we were saying things to Kyrie or, or about the situation, it's like, bro, you're gonna cost yourself two hundred million dollars. Like what like what's going on? Like the Nets were trying to extend him, and I know that there was like some contract if he waited, you know, waited till the end of the season, then this. And like, look, I stand by the vaccine. There was a lot more players that were unvaccinated. We saw it with, with, with Matisse Thibel. There were some players on a lot of different teams that, you know, since they haven't been, you know, talked about, but there's a lot of different guys on different teams that weren't vaccinated. So it wasn't just him. And so I'm not trying to force anything on him. And he was told by the NBA that they wouldn't, but the city put a mandate on him. So he's looking at it, it's like, I was ready to play. I was this, I was that, this something. And I support that. But also there was other things. It wasn't just that. You don't not get your $200 million because you just couldn't play the first portion. Don't say, it's not just that. And anybody that's saying it was just the vaccine is why he didn't get a long-term extension. Or the Nets were like, yo, we'll give you a multi-year extension, but like we need like term, we need like to have like games played. We need to have this, we need to have that. And a lot of that is the Nets trying to take some control back in my opinion. I don't know specifically, I didn't talk to Sean Marks or Steve or anybody about it. It's just like teams want control. Right? They want to make sure like we are paying you not to be different. We are not paying you to to be an activist. Not saying that all of those things you should be. You should be more than just a basketball player, but we are paying you to play basketball. To play basketball. That is what we are paying yeah. on. And if you aren't playing mm -hmm. basketball, then we don't want to pay you. And that goes for any job, right? If you are a baker and you are paid to bake cakes and you are choosing not to do that because you're like I really like accounting. And it's like, well, we're paying you to bake cakes. You can do all the accounting on the side as long as you show up on your nine to five to bake the cakes. And I think that's, yeah. you know, I, I know it's a simple analogy, but the teams were going to get their money back. The teams were going to gain some control. And so that's the part where like, hopefully Kyrie has the year that everyone knows he can. He plays in 75 games and the Nets win a championship and he goes, gets a max deal. Great for him. So you're sitting here, are the both of you convinced that Kyrie Irving will play for the Brooklyn Nets next year? Yeah. To start the season? Yes. Uh, to start the season? No. You no. don't think that he's going to be on the team to start? Mm. I, don't, I think there's going to be a lot of richer. I think there's going to be a lot of movement this, this summer. 
I think there's not, no offense to Zach Levine or some of the other guys, there are, there are right now no superstar names out there. And I think from what I am reading, the Nets made a posture to go, you know what? We're okay. Kyrie, you, you want to go somewhere else? For this $37 million on your last year, we can get some, because I think people forget the Brooklyn Nets were eighth. They made the playoffs two years in a row before Kyrie and KD came. So the Nets believe they can inject people into their culture and redo that. that So if somebody doesn't want to be there, whether that's KD or Kyrie, they are trying to get that culture back. And they also want people to want to play in Brooklyn, right? Because you look at some of these teams that are really successful, all right, like, like IE Golden State, people are wanting to go there and play there for less money. Or you look at Dallas, people want to go play in Dallas. People want to go play in Phoenix. People want to go play in the Clippers because they believe in the coach, they believe in the players, and they believe they have an opportunity. But if you don't have a bad if you have a bad culture, then nobody's gonna to want to play. And then you're not gonna get those older free agents that you need to really win championships. That's facts. Well said. Well said. Like you gotta What yes, up, Hendrix? You gotta you gotta really you gotta those those opportunities, back. man, like are very rare. I saw a thing that said Looney this year played more games this single season than Kyrie has in his three season with the Nets. Now I know that I I know that, that is the, he played. That, that's all he played that's a little skewed because he played in the final. But that just shows you when everyone's saying the best ability is availability. It's like we can't give two hundred million dollars and fifty million dollars a year to someone that we don't believe. And again, it, it's all about the cap space. It doesn't matter if it's 50 million, 20 million, 20 years ago. It's like, we can't give max dollars to someone if we don't believe that we're going to get max effort from them. And it doesn't mean just on the court. It means as as leaders, as, as, as people that are showing up, as people that are all in. And I'm not saying Kyrie's not all in. Represent, representers yeah. of the organization. Yeah. And right? Why do you think you know, Miami keeps UD around because he represents the organization, right? It's like, does he play? Hell to no, he don't play. But he represents the organization. People go, you know what? I like this type of hierarchy. I like that everyone is held accountable. And all I got to do is my job to be successful. Sometimes when there's all these other things, and here's what's not skewed, Richard. That's over yeah. three years, right? And Kyrie's not the youngest player. So it's not over one year. It's not like, oh, Kevon Looney played 104 and Kyrie played, you know, 102. It's like three years, right, <laughs> out of one. That availability is needed because, you know, and I was telling somebody why certain guys stay six men. It's the consistency of playing basketball. How do you coach a team when somebody can't play or isn't available half the month? How do you scout? Like, how do you prepare who starts? Who comes off? The guy that has to go in for you is the guy that's screwed because he could be having a great month and all of a sudden, you know what? I'm ready to play now. And, and he got to go and sit on the bench. statements made, and I know that there, there was probably some lost context in them when there was like, oh, we don't need a coach. Or when the season was over, it's like, oh, well, me and Joe Sy and Sean and KD really have to focus on the direction of this franchise. Those are some things. Look, say what you want about Braun. Say what you want about Braun. But that motherfucker shows up every single night. They show, he'll go do a movie, he'll go do a music video, he'll go start a company, and that motherfucker's going to show up and give you 30 every single day and do all the yeah. stuff. That doesn't mean, that, they, that, doesn't yeah. mean that he's flawless or this, but like 
if you want the Braun type of control over a franchise that some of these players have, and Braun's not the first one, and he won't be the last one. There's a lot of players like him. Kobe had similar control over the Lakers of like, hey, this is the direction I feel this is best, blah, blah, blah. Like these things happen with great players in franchises, Tim Duncan, right? Where they have input on who's around and stuff like that. It, 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 and it, again, it varies per player. But like, if you want that type of control of a franchise, bro, you got to be front and center. That means that you are putting, you know, ev- you are putting everything first, right? On the basketball court. And, and that's not just on the court. It is the leader. It's the locker room. It's the, it's the, the media. You're putting all of that first. And then you get that. Talent alone will not get you control of a franchise, at least not a successful one at least not a successful one. If you want an input, then you have to be contributing on the business end. You have to be contributing to the community in a positive way. All of these things. And now we're not saying that Kyrie isn't all of those things. We're just saying if you want that control, he needs to do more. The control and the money all come together. You have to give them more. That's why they wanted more games. That's why they wanted more things stipulated in his contract. Because if we're going to give you this, we need more than what we've been getting. That's the way business works. This ain't basketball. This is business. From one star to the next, uh, Russell, I don't think anyone was surprised that he opted into his contract, obviously, 47.1 million. Do you think that he is in a Laker uniform next season? I think some of these, I think some of these dudes are going to start the season that way. Um, How about John Wall? Yeah. Do you have something to say about Russ? Go for it. No, no, no. I think Russ, I think Russ has a, a, Come back here, personally. I, I think sometimes, you know, not saying the last coach wasn't good. I think sometimes communication varies between player to player. Um, and I also think hopefully they make some upgrades to the roster to create better spacing um, and better movement. And I think sometimes humble pie changes your attitude yeah. towards the season. Um, but, yeah, I, you know. I think okay. he's going to be fine. Um, when it comes to John Wall, we're speaking of Kyrie, who hadn't played a lot of games, as we talked about on last week's episode, only 46% over the last three years for Kyrie. John Wall, over the last three years, has only played 40 games, expected to get that buyout with the Rockets uh, and sign with the Clippers. Do you guys think That's John tough. Wall? Yeah? Love it. Yeah, he'll be, the, Love he'll be their it. third or fourth best Here's player. why. Here's what I would do. S- Come off the bench, work your legs in. Because realistically, they don't need John Wall. If you can get John Wall to get in shape, be a change of pace guy, uh, people forget <coughs> Paul George and Kawhi are going to do their thing. They have Norman Powell. They have Robert uh, Covington. They have um, Big uh, I forget his name. It's my dad. Big Zubach. <laughs> there we go. Right? No, no, but yeah. I call him Zubach. That's my nickname for him. Uh, and then he comes off the bench with no pressure. <clears throat> we know Kawhi isn't going to play every single game based on his health issues. We know Paul George isn't going to play every single game. So, hey, John Wall, when you get the opportunity to run that team, now you're going to build your confidence. If you have John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard all being able to play at different times of the game, they're only going to make people better. I think their screen and roll game is going to be better. I think the others are going to love playing with John Wall. Everybody that I know had an opportunity to play with John Wall has said 
It's he's a pass first guard at all times. Now, is he going to make him shoot the jumper? Absolutely. Is he going to how is he going to be on defense? Those are things that if he comes off the bench, there's not a lot of pressure on him because he's playing against second unit guys. So that's what I would do. Bring him off the bench early in the season. Let him get his legs. Let him make his mistakes. And then grow and the John team Wall up had, to be in like, the playoffs. Had, uh, wait, did he go ACL and Achilles? Did he went ACL and Achilles, right? He had a similar situation to Clay. Yeah, so so his if you look at John Wall prior to these two tough injuries, even though, you know, performance and have been struggling a little bit, like he had typically been on court. Not that he hadn't had some injuries, but you know, he had like a back-to-back injury spot. And then the Houston Rockets were like, if we play you, we're going to win games and we're trying to lose games so we can get top picks. That's where he was in a tough spot. So it's tough to compare those two. Before we go and sign out on this one, um, we do have to, and I I didn't hear the whole clip. So I hope it is exactly uh, said as it was put out there in the universe uh, from Draymond, which I found to be very interesting that um, he thought if they did not get Kevin Durant, they would not have beat the Cavs in 2017. Facts. We were better. We were better when we showed up in 17 yes. than we were in 18. We were better, but they were a whole lot better. <laughs> they were a whole lot better. We got like <laughs> we went from like a we went from like a we a- were like team, right to like an A plus plus team, and those motherfuckers went to like an A plus 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 plus. They became they were they the, became they were the professor. They, were like like, there they was became no, the professor giving it. us the test. And Kevin Durant knew it, and that's why they were both like guys. If, if KD and 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 OKC was like, hey, listen, if we can't beat y'all, and they just beat y'all, y'all don't think y'all can beat them again? Nah, we don't think we can beat them again. Why do you think the whole team went out there? The whole team went out there except for Harrison. Harrison didn't get that that memo for that private flight. He was like, "Hey, uh, do, do you want to come join up? Because there's a big fucker over there in the Eastern Conference that's going to be waiting for us in the finals." And, and he was like, "Yeah, you're right. You guys can't beat him." And I and I say this to not take away from the greatness, and we're joking about it, but ultimately it was like, "Hey, the Cavs are really good," and it, but that's part of it. You team up, basic looking at the opponent that you're going to have to face. Not like we're going to persevere. It's like, hey. We're going to team up, right? We're going to team up and figure it out. And ever the people that were like, oh, I, I saw this clip going around of Kobe saying like, oh, you know, that's not what I do. Well, not everybody was born with Shaq on their team. Not everybody came with Shaq on their team. And don't forget when they won the finals in, in 2000, Shaq averaged 36 and young Kobe averaged 15. One might say that if you put a young Kevin Durant on that team or a young LeBron James on that team with Shaq, they might also have a wing also from playing with the most dominant player that we had seen in a generation. So players decided to team up based off the opponents they were going to have to face. And you know what? I'm okay with it. Five years later, did, did you guys need that validation? Did you need to hear that from? No, we knew it. Someone on the... No. You knew it? No, we knew it. We knew it. I, I said it before. But he's Draymond is really smart when it comes to basketball. And the thing about our team was, and he's right, the reason why we didn't double team Kevin Durant is because you fucking can't double team a seven foot two guard. Like, yes, we had to double team the shit out of Steph, right? Because we wanted him to create turnovers. I think people forget Steph, I think, led the team in turnovers that year. So we're like, okay, out of all the people, he's the easiest to trap. Also, if you notice, Kevin Durant got most of his points in transition. He would catch that thing and because then just pick and choose which out. one of us he wanted to shoot over. There's clips of him just. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's just like, who's guarding me? He's out there doing warm-up drills from half court. Yuck up. Let, We're just like, how do you guard that? And so that's, he saw what we saw. This is it is impossible. about my, my guy Draymond. And the beautiful thing about talking about Draymond is that him and I have a good relationship and he knows that there's nothing that I won't say to him privately that I wouldn't say publicly. And so he came out and said some stuff about Kendrick Perkins, right? He came out and said some stuff about Kendrick Perkins, which everyone is sitting here saying, oh, it's offensive and blah, blah. Like, we know that. We know that. But I want to make sure that, like, you know, I'm not defending Kendrick Perkins. I'm defending people in general. If you get on these platforms, and Draymond's got a huge platform. He has done as good of a person to doing media while playing probably since me and Channing. You know, he's probably done as good yeah, since me and Channing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I say that to say this. When you start calling people out their name, and, you know, the term low-hanging fruit, and I said it because I did a Twitter spaces with, with Perk. Draymond is so intelligent. He should have people listening to his podcast for for maybe some hot takes. Maybe, you know, because he is an intelligent person, because of his basketball IQ, because he's a four-time champion. Because That's why people should be tuning into his content, not because he is being negative and disrespectful to somebody else. Now, if someone says... Hey, like, like again, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp called me lazy. I made a video about that saying, like, don't refer to me as that. And Shannon Sharp corrected himself. So if Draymond had a problem with someone's takes, if he has a problem with someone's stuff, then come out and say that. I have no problem with, with Steph saying, oh, these so-called, these so-called, um, uh, these so-called uh, analysts want to say we're not going to be petty. I love petty. You want to come back with receipts? Yes. But when you call a black man coon when you say these things because of whatever reason and he one of his things was like oh he's up there wearing a, this uniform and he's putting on these clothes and he's out here doing all this dancing around and you're like bro i took a pie in my face right like i've done a bunch of things we're having fun that's part of when you have to do a show every day you find ways to make fun so calling people out of their name especially a father of four kids and three boys and you Draymond Green with that platform is saying those words now if he says something to you and you don't like it whatever reach out to him be a man but doing that is disrespectful and like it's not going to have a long shelf life you're too smart you're too good you're too intelligent to you know and and Perk brought up a point he says that I'm out here doing this meanwhile he's getting people to tune into his podcast that is on Colin Coward. Coward. So like Colin, Cow Colin Coward is making money while Draymond is calling another black man a coon. Think about that. That put money in that put money in Colin's pocket. And I'm not I'm not pointing out Colin. What I'm saying is you want to talk about Perk dancing around and doing some stuff and but and saying this stuff. Meanwhile, like you're a part of a network that that is, you know, largely, you know, making money for other people, including Draymond Self. But just like we're on a podcast network, but we own this content, you know, I believe Draymond owns his content, but like we're not out here calling people's names and making money for Blue Wire. We're not doing that. And so like, that's my thing about this is that as players are entering into this media space, let's keep it positive. Doesn't mean we have to disagree. Doesn't mean that we have to like each other. Doesn't mean that we have to talk positively. But we have said on this podcast and have edited out hours of stuff to protect people. Like, 
our 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 guests to protect us from saying stuff and and speaking off the cuff hours so just and Draymond and, and look you can I didn't reach out to Draymond because like Draymond cannot care Draymond can that that's fine like that's why whatever and Draymond knows we've had these conversations privately right but I just want to make sure that I voice that I just don't find that acceptable and there there's no place for that in what we are doing as like sports talk people sports journalists or analysts those are my two words two cents yeah I also think we can't talk we can't talk we can't just no it's not a suck off fest all the time right like we have to be critical of things Draymond you people get so like I could say a thousand good things Richard could say a thousand good things about somebody (laughs) yeah Right, but dude, we were like, we get what you're, even he said he was. But that's the thing, is like, if we are wrong, I would always want, if we're wrong, especially when it comes to the game of basketball, I would love and appreciate, whether it's me or Stephen A. Smith or J.J. Reddick does a great job of going, no, that's not right. Here's the film to show you why that's not right so that people learn it and are engaged, right? Because that has less to do with the player. You could say, you know what? I don't think he's engaged. Here's what I saw. Clip one through five. People go, damn, okay, he's been watching film. But to go, yeah, this guy's stupid because he said I wasn't good in game two. Well, were you? No, but I don't like the way he <laughs> yeah. talks to me. What? So yeah. that doesn't give you free range to just be upset. Well, we're taking receipts. Receipts for what? Everyone, as soon as you got into the playoffs, everyone's like, well, yeah, Golden like- State's going to win. <laughs> like, Golden State or Phoenix. Right? It wasn't like, oh, no. you were not the underdog. You were not the underdog. I don't, there's nothing but respect. And I go back to the Shannon Sharp. Shannon said something about me. I very intensely disagreed. He, he commented back and we shook hands and we went our way. That's not going to be the last time that me and Shannon Sharp disagree. That's not going to be the last time that me and Skip Bayless or Stephen A or anybody disagrees or even me and Draymond disagree. Not in this space because most of our stuff is having like heated debates. And so like, if if we can keep it in the space and if Draymond, if you feel like or if any person feels like it's gone from basketball to personal, then address it in such. But like going personal and then more personal and more personal, that's negative. I don't have time for that. I don't want that energy. I don't want to be around that energy. The name calling. And that's why. The... Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not. You, you, yeah, you poopy face. You guys, your chip. <laughs> That's the way you right. take it. I love you guys. Uh, all right, you guys are awesome. Thanks for the wedding you recap. Poop, poop uh, that was phenomenal. Um, and yeah, next time we get together, I think we'll be at Summer League. Can't wait. Ruff, roughing, roughing Richard over here. We'll be also. Uh, we'll talk games. about that. We'll talk about that. Hey, Logan, Doug, Marcus, all going to be here. That's another edition. Great. Of road tripping. All right, Road Trippers, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Prize Picks has the best prop games across the market, whether it's Major League Baseball, UFC 276, Wimbledon, or even NFL Week 1 games. They offer more props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. Want to get in the game now? There's no better time with plenty of different sports in full swing. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. 
All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over under on their daily projections. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Sign up today and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy.